So looking a little bit in more detail this time around on the United States, um, what we're seeing uh, in terms of uh, both from the perspective of the trade wars, but also from a domestic policy perspective as to what's, what's happening in trade now and what big picture you're seeing. The US is different to every other country in the world in that it is explicitly making trade a part of its foreign policy. What this means is that all of its relationships with other countries, all of the conflicts that it wants to fight are being fought through sanctions or they're being fought through um, trade finance, effectively transactions around the world, or they're being fought through tariffs. And so the US actually has its whole national strategy geared towards um, using trade as a vehicle for coercion to achieve um, its strategic objectives. And its strategic objectives are very clear, to recalibrate the world order on Make America Great US terms. What that does is it means that um, trade has become very important in the general language of the US administration. It also means, interestingly, since we last spoke, that Exim has had its mandate restored. It's still looking to have um, its charter renewed in September, but it's had its mandate restored. There are um, There is a groundswell of opinion that Exim is a weapon that is fighting a national security battle for the United States. So a financial institution has actually become a, a weapon in the national security agenda, which is fascinating. And what that means is that, that trade is now becoming part of government policy because the strategic landscape has changed. So the US administration is explicitly talking about weaponization of China. It's explicitly talking about um, the fact that uh, the US feels that its trade imbalance is unfair, its trade deficit with the rest of the world is unfair, and so it's doing everything within its power, including recalibrate the rules of the World Trade Organization, and actually render that uh, defunct almost by the end of the year by not appointing judges. So we've got the US trying to assert its control and its influence over the world through trade, and that's very different because if you look at Europe, if you look at China as alternative trading blocks, then what you've got is trade being used as a more collaborative vehicle, a more multilateral vehicle um, to promote economic growth. And it's a very different type of model. Interesting you bring in the Exim uh, business. Do you think that there's going to be a fast move on Exim uh, once, once it's, it's uh, able to actually get, uh, get itself uh, engaged with the with with the with global trade or, or, or is it going to take quite a long time for for the backlog of of, uh, of deals to be uh, through exim based on what i'm hearing um and it's only what i'm hearing i think exim has a bright future i think there is a realization on both sides of um, the political fence that uh, the US in a competitive landscape where the US ex-in-bank, Sinoshore, et cetera, where they have so much resource, 
they cannot afford not to have an equivalent in the United States. So I actually think that once this has gone through Congress, everything will move very quickly. I think it has become a strategic priority um, for the US administration. And I think there are a lot of people in a lot of high places who are pushing to have um, Exim fully back in the marketplace because of this role that Exim has in this uh, strategic competition that it sees with the US and I don't think it's it's possible to underplay the importance um, that Exim has in that whole picture um, and everybody is rooting for its um, for its um, for its mandate and its um, charter to be renewed because it engages the US properly on a more equal footing with the Chinese and renders it more able to compete in the US view than it has been for the last few years. And it's going to be uh, visible through the data quite soon. Um, I mean, in, in terms of uh, the OECD consensus and things like that, it, it would be interesting to see um, how quickly it gets into the data. I mean, obviously, it, it was seen as Boeing's bank for, for many years, and uh, I don't know how it would sh show up. <laughs> in terms of the data where we would expect to see almost an immediate impact, I mean, sort of a three to six month lag, obviously, but an impact nevertheless, um, we would expect um, aerospace and components um, trade to increase. It is the most important, it is a strategically important sector for the United States. The bank may have been seen as Boeing's bank, but it's important for other areas of heavy heavy engineering and manufacturing for the US. It allows um, US businesses to compete in parts of the world where currently they feel they, they aren't able to compete or they're going to alternative sources of finance to be able to compete simply because um, the resource hasn't been there. And, and you know, that's unacceptable um, under the current Make America Great Again agenda. It's unacceptable for, a, for an organisation that should be right in the middle of all of this, not to be able to help. So that that issue um, is, is, I believe, um, a centre of policy attention at the moment. We will start to see that over a six to 12 month period in terms of uh, a larger quantity of US exports and also greater involvement of businesses in, in projects um, you know, in Europe, in, in Asia, where they've perhaps not been able to be involved explicitly up to this point. And they will be there on US terms rather than working, working, with, other, working with other agencies, which is, mm. I think, the end goal. Absolutely. Just in more generic, uh, sort of general um, trade sense, uh, what, what, what are you seeing the picture for US trade at the moment? Has it, has it been significantly affected by trade wars or are we still seeing some positive signs in various areas? I think trade generally has never, ever reached the escape velocity after 2012 that everybody was expecting it to get to. Back in 2017, uh, the ICC Banking Commission came out with its survey results and said, "Oh, you know, we're 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 able to um, we're able to say that trade is growing and it's going to be the engine of economic growth again. And you know, let's all put our shoulder to the wheel and make sure that happens. And it hasn't happened. And some of this is because of the uncertainties around the trade war, um, and some of it is just because economies haven't grown at the rate that they that they want to. So we are." 
seeing less rapid trade growth in the United States and everywhere around the world that, than we would have expected. And I think that's a really important point to bear in mind. This is part of a global phenomenon where trade just hasn't, or, or the measurable trade just hasn't caught up. But I think that raises a very important question because some of the biggest most traditional sectors where you'd expect if there's a lot of infrastructure build going on there to be the biggest increases like machinery and components they've actually stayed quite flat where you're seeing large increases is in the finer technology sectors technology high-end innovative manufacturing sectors things like um things like um very small helicopters in other words drones um where you'll see and, and those those as an area are increasing for the us um you're also seeing big increases in trade um in um you know, the, the equivalent to mobile hand devices and things like that around the world. So you're beginning to see some of the sectors move and, and those are the ones that are in very innovative sectors. And I think that suggests that trade itself is shifting. It's shifting from a sort of standard, um, almost saturated demand for commodities and intermediate manufactured products it's shifting up the value chain and that's where the competition is that's where the strategic competition is and the u.s dominates those markets it's it's fair to say the u.s is is dominating those markets and it always has them um it wants to keep hold of that dominance and that's the reason why it's it's embarking on the trade boards in the way that it is